Welcome to another edition of the About Mansfield Consumer Advice Series. I'm your host, Steve Casillo, and you are listening to your favorite podcast platform. Appreciate you being here today because as we do on every Friday, we bring in our financial philosopher, our financial guru. That would be Philip Washington Jr., the CIO of Stonehill Wealth Management. Today, we are going to start a new series titled Mind Over Matter, Rewiring Your Financial Attitude. Today's topic, and it's a series. So not only today's topic, but for the next several weeks, I think uh, for about, what, the next 87 weeks? Yes, or or 49 or 168. (laughs) Until we run out of of topics. Mind over money, rewiring your financial attitude. And we're just going to take these one at a time. Uh, I'm going to – I'm going to read – the piece, which tees it up for you. If I have any questions, I'll ask some questions along the way. But um, the first topic, I don't have the willpower to stick to a budget. Yes, that's a a good one uh, because willpower is something that I think that we rely on way too much, right? I would call, if I have to give willpower a word, it's relying on action, right? If you ever heard the term, mind, body, and spirit. Yeah. Right? Those are like three aspects of ourselves. And so action is like only relying on the body for energy, right? It's like, which is possible, right? And people with with massive willpower struggle and trudge through and with determination reach their goals. So you can reach your goal with willpower, but it's just a harder process, right? But it's possible. Just different people have different levels of willpower and willpower is based on like your habits. Um, I think the easier option is to uh, blend your mind, body, and spirit. And the best way to do that is, you know, if if it doesn't really matter which, which one you give it to, but spirit and mind represent like thoughts and feelings. So if you get your thoughts and feelings to blend with your expression or your body, right, then it flows the energy better, right? And so just start higher in the process, meaning change your idea around your budget. And so it, it it requires some detective work. So typically, if you are not sticking to your budget and you perceive it as a problem, that means you're probably overspending. Yeah. And that makes sense because you, now whether you follow this financial advice or that financial advice, um, if I think those who say, you know what, it is, um, it is time Oh, who's the who's the money guy who does the envelopes? Uh, the radio. Oh, Dave Ramsey. Okay, if it's time to go to the Dave Ramsey course, you you have hit something in your mind that says I need a change. Mm-hmm. It's almost like um, it's almost like an alcoholic saying I have to go to Alcoholics Anonymous. Mm-hmm. That I have a problem and I need to change. Mm-hmm. So and, desire is there. So you've got. And and that's well that's where the willpower changes as well that you have you have learned to to fix your budget to do the the envelopes um, and and uh, yeah and, and there's plenty of systems right I think what you're saying is the system doesn't really matter now we're trying to channel trying to get willpower to be easier right to right. To, to make it an easier process and so. 
I like what you're saying. The process doesn't really matter. There's some great processes. Now it's saying, all right, well, why? what's the why behind my overspending, right? That's the big thing. Why am I overspending? Well, the majority of everything that we do is to get some sort of feeling, right? Meaning when you're overspending, you're feeling like you're missing something and you and you get that high from spending. So if you can say, all right, let me get the high internally, right? Let sure. me let me let me get the feel good at feeling I'm after internally. Uh, then, and I practice that, and I convince myself that I can get that feeling whenever I want, regardless of conditions, right? Then, when you get the impulse to overspend, and you know, and you know that it's something that is gonna mess up, you can get the feel for it. it's gonna mess up your budget. Then you can rein it in, and then you begin to see like money piling up in your account without doing a budget. You'll just see money actually being there. And then that will work uh, things into your favor to want to do a budget because everybody, everybody likes to count money when it's there, yeah. right? We don't like to do a budget when the money is like not there, right? And so it's more like understanding the root cause of why you're overspending and then and then addressing that in the mind, right, through, through uh, increasing your uh, positive views around budgeting money by owning the feeling and not and knowing that you don't need the stuff to get the feeling right that's the freedom sure right should we go to the next topic we can go to the next topic philip i'm too busy to focus on my finances yep so that's another that's another that's that's typically a symptom of overwhelmment right i mean a lot of people um get overwhelmed there's a lot of reasons for overwhelmment but overwhelmment is just a lack of focus and a lack of focus typically comes from like when you don't want to, uh, when you're trying to run from, from something, right? When something, when when you, you, I give like a practical example, um, uh, I know somebody who feels overwhelmed about their finances, and when we talk, I know it's it's just a lack of confidence of their ability to be on top of their money. Right. And and I know them. So I know that it comes from uh, being in a position where they, they have the intellectual capacity to do it, but they've always had somebody to help them do it. And so now doing it on their own, there's just low confidence around it. Right. It it once they actually just do it and practice it, I'm 100 percent they're going to be fine. But but they got to get there mentally first because if they go there in that in that confident in that lack of confidence place they're gonna they're gonna mess up right a lot but isn't so I'm too busy to handle my own finances isn't that where I go to a professional and and hire a financial advisor yeah but but a lot of people don't even get on the phone to to do they they have avoidance behavior around even getting a financial planner because like of the overwhelming because then the thoughts are. Well, I don't want them to see my stuff. I, I've, oh, I, I or, the, or that, the embarrassment of, I, the, oh, I don't make very much money. Mm-hmm, so yep, I, I don't want to take my money to this guy who handles um, X amount of dollars a year. And, oh, I only make this. this. Yeah. And, 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 just, and I'm just going to be real. like, Because and, and if, if you're dealing with a wealth manager, like most really good wealth managers – I don't really want to work with somebody who's overwhelmed about their money. Like that's just not fun to babysit people around money. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I'm not. I'm not making a judgment call. I'm saying like, sure. Do we be, do we have to at some point handhold people through the process? Yes. But if 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 the client becomes relying on us to hold their hand around the whole time, 
it's not possible for you to attract a good attract and keep a good advisor because like it's draining, right? It's more like out you know a, a good wealth manager that that's confident and good at what they do. They want to have confidence clients, which means my job is more to not have the not have my clients and I don't you know have any clients to do this, but I'm just saying not have my clients need me to hold their hand. It's like let me empower them to have confidence in themselves. This is a partnership, right? You sure. don't you don't need me to uh, have you not feel overwhelmed, right? Yeah. Let me let me imbue you with confidence in yourself if I need to, right? And then it becomes a cooperative process where we are leveling up each other. Let's make money together. Absolutely. Number three. I've always been... Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I've always been bad with money. I've always been bad with money. It's just who I am. Yeah. So that's a that's a... The short way to answer that is um, we are only who we are in the moment. I like I, th- I like to think of our minds as just a blank slate, right? Like we have our minds, which is a blank slate. We have past experiences and we have future possibilities, right? And at any moment in time, we are who we believe we are based on like what we're looking at, right? So meaning if you're looking at past negative experiences in the current moment of our mind, then we're going to like feel and, and think and express negativity, right? Yeah. In a different way. If if we are looking at positive past experience, right, or positive future possibilities, right, then we're going to express positive expressions in the moment. Same thing. If we're looking at negative, fearful possibilities in the future, we're afraid of the future, we're going to express that in a moment, right? And so like... The, the the thing about being bad with money is somebody who's saying that is they're looking at their past versions of how they express money, which were typically just only expressed that way because they were looking at a past negative expression about money, which may have originated with the parents, right? And that's not the parents' fault, right? Because they were looking at, like, it's just a cycle. And so the, the way you break the cycle is you become aware of awareness is neutral, Right. I can choose to focus on what I want to focus on. Right. And there's always a positive aspect in every experience that you can focus on, even if you want to go to memory or if you can go to imagination, which is future possibilities. You can create a positive memory out of thin air and focus on that to change the way that you express in the moment. How's how's this? Make a change one day at a time. I love it. Is there a 12 step process for financial uh, attitudes? Probably. Yeah. Okay. Well, if someone out there is interested in rewiring their financial attitude, and oh, and by the way, you can check out if you want the longer, more, um, uh, in, more detailed answers to these questions, visit the Wealth Building Made Simple podcast on any major podcast platform. Or on uh, wealth. Well, I'm going to let you mention this one. How can they reach out to uh, to Philip Washington Jr. for more information? Best way is wealthbuildingmadesimple.us. My newsletter. That's what I was going to mention. <laughs> I thought I'd let you do that, <laughs> Philip. We do this every week. Oh, I have an idea. Yes, sir. What's that? Let's wear the same shirts next week. Oh, that would be amazing. Let's All just right. keep, keep, just keep it on. And we'll... <laughs> there you go. <laughs> have a great week. Let's do it again next week. Thanks. We appreciate you listening to the About Mansfield Consumer Advice Series. By the way, if you own a business and you are interested in being a part of the Consumer Advice Series, if you have the knowledge to give information in 10-minute increments 
to the consumers, shoot me an email to info at aboutmansfield.com. Again, that is info at aboutmansfield.com. We'll tell you how we can get you all set up. Appreciate it. We do it again next week right here on the podcast.